Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. Brought to you by Blue Sky Business Consulting. We discuss five questions in about 15 minutes. Hello again, everyone. Glad you have chosen to check in with us at the Team Engagement Podcast. We always enjoy having you listen in or watch whatever method you're using. And I'm very excited to welcome our guest today. This is Mike Bertoni. He is the founder and CEO of SAS Talent out of one of my favorite cities in the whole wide world, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, home of the Philadelphia Phillies and Philadelphia Eagles. So Mike, this is a prime time because at the time that we record this, the Phillies just clinched getting to the postseason. So hopefully by the time this airs, they're still going, but we'll kind of see here. But Mike, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. What would you like the people to know about SAS Talent? So awesome. I really appreciate you having me on. So we are very excited to announce that we just rebranded last week to SaaS Talent. Our mission is to power SaaS and high-tech growth for competitive advantage. If you're a SaaS or you're a high-tech company, a tech startup, we help you in two core areas, talent and business development. You have to grow. So the most important thing when you're a tech startup is you have to figure out your business model and how to grow. And so that's business development. Our core is we are helping you grow. We're helping you scale. We're helping you drive sales. And with that, you have to hire people. So you have to hire talent. So we're extremely flexible in the industry and we're hyper-focused with tech startups, SaaS companies, tech startups. We help them with talent in the United States, and we help them with talent in Latin America. So we're so excited to be on. This is the first podcast we're on. We're actually announcing our brand. So thank you so much for having us on. This is great. Oh, you bet. This is exciting. So not only the timing of it, but just what you're doing. I love that. I love that you help businesses grow. So well done. All right, let's dive into the questions here. Now, Mike, as you've been building your company, because obviously you did a rebrand, so you've already been building a company for years. Is there a challenge that you've overcome that you're especially proud of? Yeah, so the biggest challenge that we've been dealing with over the last year is figuring out how to scale. So I've been in business about uh, over eight years. And a few years ago, right before the pandemic hit, I was a solopreneur. It was myself and my partner. It was two people. Through the pandemic, we grew to 36 people wow. through the whole pandemic. It was unbelievable. But I have to tell you, did I know how to operate a company? Did I know how to really operate? No, no, I didn't. People were hiring, money was great, and business was flying. This year, business went down 50%. Mm. I had to figure out how to operate. I had to be an operator. So I had to figure out how to scale my team, put my team in the right places on the bus, set goals. So, so this year has been a MBA in how to operate a company. It's been unbelievable. You got to figure out how to do that. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on continuing to figure that out and to enjoy the success that you're enjoying. That's fantastic. All Thanks. right. Question number two. How can leaders help to kind of develop a culture of creativity within their team or their business? Yeah, so you have to have a process around this, right? So you have to instill creativity within your team. And in order to do this, you have to build it into the fabric of 
how you operate, the operating system of your company. So the way we do it, so we have three things that we do. So we have Monday, we have our Monday meetings, right? So you, if you're a company out there listening, you have to set up structure around how you're doing meetings on a regular basis. So, so we have a team meeting uh, Monday, all team. Then we have a leadership meeting on Wednesday in the morning. So during these times, we're asking questions. We're engaging with our team on a regular basis, right? During those two meetings, it's real simple. You're asking questions. You're getting feedback. Then I have a process where my head of HR operations meets with the team bi-weekly, individually, meets with them every other week, at least once every other week, and is consistently getting that out of them. Right. So in order to do that, what you said, you have to really instill it into your fabric of your business. Yeah, very good. Very good. All right. Question number three. How can a leader help their employees or the team members to learn to trust each other? Yeah. So so again, very, very important to in your team, if you don't have a big team or you have a small team, you have to have leaders in areas. So a big thing that we learned this year, thanks to another system, which if you're listening, you might have heard of EOS, right? The Entrepreneurial Operating System. So let me give you an idea of the functional areas. And say you're a small company, you might not have all these people, but if you have people, you have to be thinking about sales, marketing, operations, finance, uh, technology, and then uh, HR operations or people. So all of these areas, you have to have a person leading this area, right? And then you have to instill in these people uh, the ability to do this, right? So it all comes from, again, back to the structure. All I've been doing over the past year is figuring out operations, right? That's where my head's been, right? So think about your company as how does how does this actually work? How does it operate? How do I optimize this? And what you do is to, to instill this these things in your team, you have to enable the person to do it. You have to give them the ability. So that means goals around it. So within EOS, you're setting quarterly goals. So this is, this is a goal that you have to set, right? Then you have to measure it, right? So setting the goal measuring the goal, getting feedback, and then updating it. Perfect. Beautiful. All right. Question number four. Now, I'm sure that, uh, Mike, this has never happened to you, but uh, is there perhaps a time when maybe there was kind of a perceived failure, but you turned it into a win? Perceived failure to win. Absolutely. So this year, again, I'll talk about this year. I grew through the pandemic to a team of about 35 people. It was unbelievable. This year I had to let go of people, right? I had to let go of people because in my business, it's all about the number of reps. So we went from having an average of about 20 reps each month, 20 job requirements to about three each month. And it was down to two. It was crazy. We, The team was too big, right? So we turned this around. Right. We took this challenge. It was an MBA and how to operate a company, everybody out there. And we had to let go of people. Uh, we had we helped them get jobs. 
So we gave them references. I did calls with the new companies. We gave them time, right? So we took this issue in the company and we turned around into a success of how to bear down, how to better operate, and how to drive success in multiple areas of the business. Wonderful. Yeah, those are tough decisions, but that's how the company survives. That's awesome. Exactly. All right, our last question, kind of a fun question, but Mike, tell us a little bit about your first job. Wow. So my first job out of school, I was a financial advisor at Equitable, Equitable wow. AXA, right? So I graduated from college. Uh, so one of my per one of my mentors that I still talk to, his name is Michael Vesubio. He now has the one of the largest agencies in New Jersey, one of the largest. He got recruited out of Equitable during my time there. I got a job at Equitable. I was there a year. We got recruited out into Mass Mutual. So during my first job, I started at Equitable. I was doing great. I loved to network. You could tell them, you know, I've got a lot of energy. I did really great in the business. I did phenomenal. This it was challenging. We went to Mass Mutual. They got recruited out of Equitable, went to Mass Mutual. Right. So that was my first, that was my first job. It taught me everything about how I do things today. That you have to prospect, you have to work your warm network, right? And it was, I gotta tell you, I got out of it in a tech after about three years because I couldn't stop. So one mm -hmm. of one of my biggest challenges you from before is insurance. Everybody needs insurance. Everybody. So I couldn't stop. Right. I would be I'd be working seven days a week. And basically I, I got so I got fat, like I, I gained like 40 pounds because literally I could not stop working, which is a which is a positive negative in my life. Right. So I'm a really hard worker. So now so now I've, I fixed that issue. But that was my first job, uh, financial service advisor uh, at Equitable and Mass Mutual. Wow. Yeah, that's that's quite the change from what you're doing now. So that's great. yeah, absolutely. And that's Thanks, what's fun man. about asking the question is that sometimes it's interesting to hear what their first job is compared to what they're doing now. So yeah. I love it. Well, Mike, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come join us on the podcast. How can people find you? So Sean, again, really, really appreciate this. This is unbelievable. Again, this is the first podcast. We're really branding ourselves. It's awesome. So our website is sas-talent.com. SAS, S-A-A-S, dash talent.com. I also have 24,000 LinkedIn first connections. So I'm one of the most connected people on LinkedIn. I used to brand myself, it was funny, I used to, I used to brand myself as the most connected technologist. I, I stopped doing that because people thought it was kind of goofy, but I've got a lot of connections and I use those connections for really two areas. It's networking, referrals, and then recruiting, right? So I use LinkedIn as a big, huge data store to target people. So you can find me on LinkedIn. So Michael C. Bertoni, you could obviously find me on LinkedIn. If you connect with me and you basically said you saw me, you saw me on this podcast, just say you saw me on this podcast, my EA, Santiago, will set up a meeting with me ASAP. So thanks. Awesome. I like it. Great. Thanks so much. We thank everybody for taking time to join us every week. And we look forward to the next time we get to meet with you. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a good day. Thanks, Sean. It's been great. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. 
For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. We also invite you to follow or subscribe to our podcast wherever you may be listening or watching. Is your business thriving? Go to tbs-score.com to find out. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great day.